I love this fucking song, dude. I love this genre. Yes. I'm not a big country fan, except when it's in the 90s. Yeah. I said that yesterday on uh, Nuff Talk. Nuff Talk. If you haven't heard, uh, Rich here has his own uh, podcast. With Tony. I'm a guest on. I'm a guest host on. Rich is the man. Rich is the man, though. That's his podcast. Nuff said. Nuff said. Sports talk. Uh, what what's the Twitter handle? Talk Nuff at Talk Nuff at Talk Nuff on Twitter. N-U-F-F. We still haven't. We still don't have uh, Facebook or Instagram. We're growing. Which people like? I my friend John. He he listens to it and he's uh he's like asking like where's the you know where's the I Facebook know. page and stuff like we that. We gotta get a talk. Facebook page. We do. We do. Instagram. I don't know what we're gonna do with that because you can't. You can't post a link. You can't. Well, you can't really post limited. a link, but you can. Uh, you can put it on the bio. That's what my, that's that's what my what daughter told me to do. Yeah. Should I put them on the bio and they get, and then post and say, "Check out my bio." I was like, "I don't want." Do I have to say bio? I'm just as hip. Oh, I'm just God. as hip as kids. I know, dude. You're totally in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, everybody. Uh, sorry, we had a little little hiatus, a little two week hiatus. Um, but we're back. We're back. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. Uh, we're missing Potter Day. Uh, he's uh, he had to work. And actually, this was like a makeup episode. We were try- going to try to do it earlier in the week, but work. We're not rich guys, so we still have full-time jobs. And, Priorities. Uh, but if you guys do have sponsors that w- that could help us out, that would be lovely. And then it is a full-time job. Yeah. And then at that point, then we can get paid to do this and, you know, hopefully uh, make your guys, your, your days a lot better. Um, what episode is this? 32. Two? Or three? No, two. I think it's 32. 32, huh? 33 is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Or. We're going to go back to back. Not, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You can't come at 730, huh? I'm working. On the weekend, dude. I know. I got two straight weekends coming in. You know, we used to do overnighters at Depot and you need to get stuff done. Yeah. But when you don't work on the weekends, that is your overnighters. That is your overnight. Come in on Saturday and knock it out. That's right. It's way better than <laughs> overnight, so. It's funny. At work, they ask me, hey, can you come out the weekend? I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done. I did my time, bro. Yeah. And, and it sounds so cliche. It's like, oh, I did my time, blah, blah, blah. But I did, man. I worked out of, I worked out of town. I worked at night stuff. I worked the, the shift, the seven on, seven off. And oh, yeah. Working like 12 days in a row and yep. shit like that. Like On call, all that. that. Yeah. I just, I'm over that already. I don't miss dude. any of that business. I'm over the fucking oil fields, dude. Yeah, I bet. I need to get out. Somebody hire me. It's a good time. Somebody hire me for... uh. I'm a classy driver. You are. You should see this park job outside, dude. It's on the money. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Just like that last sh- that shit that I posted on Facebook. Yeah. People getting pissed off. That was perfect. <laughs> I give lessons. I, I can give parking lessons, guys, if you guys need you guys need it. Yeah, you drive a golf cart like it's a big truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of golf, I went golfing last week. I shot a 78, bro. That's, I've never done that, so that's really cool. Pretty pumped. I think that's like my fourth 70s round. That's good enough to where I have to tell people that I know somebody who did that. There you go. Yeah. Like, you a good golfer? No, but I know a guy who got a 78. <laughs> He's a buddy of mine. <laughs> I got a new driver, dude. That makes I got me better, that. I guess. Yeah. No. Uh, what is it? Uh, by association? Yeah. Better by association? Um, no, I got a new driver uh, on Facebook. I won it in some, like, little Facebook raffle. It's a golf. It's like, what? I forgot what it's called. But they do, they raffle off, like, you can win golf clubs, gift cards, um, softball bats, like all kinds of stuff. And what you do is you buy numbers, right? So like in this particular one, it was 10, 10 slots. Each of them were 40 bucks each. 
So I was like, I, I seen it at the last minute. Uh, the guy, his name's Kevin Ridley. He's from Connecticut that runs it. And he tagged me in it. So I looked, I looked and I was like, I haven't played this thing in years, dude. So for a couple of years. So I was like, I'll play it, you know? So I get on there and I tell him, I was like, I want number two and number eight. Sent him 80 bucks, right? So I forget, I forget about it. And just like, this happened t- two weeks ago. Little, well, a little over a week ago. And he tags me again. He says, he wrote, uh, nice win. It's been a long time since your last win. Congratulations. And I was like, what the hell? And he tagged me, you know, he tagged me. I was like, what the hell? So I look at it and it's a four, you can win up to $400. So you can win any driver or you can get like, you can piece it to where you can get like a driver, a three wood, um, clothes, like anything. Right. So you have options. Yeah. I, you got options. So I was like, my bag's complete. I got my irons. I got my putter. I got everything. And it's all fairly new. So I was like, fuck, what do I need, dude? Like, I don't need anything. But damn, that's $400. Like, yeah. I can go big, you know? Right. So I, I was I was thinking about going for, like, two, a two-year-old model, you know what I mean? The driver and and then get, like, a rangefinder or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I have a rangefinder. My rangefinder's good. You know, I mean, I have tape on it. It's old, but it still works. I don't need a new one. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to fucking... I ended up ordering the TaylorMade M6. And okay. it's, it's the last model before the new one that just came out, the Sim. And I was all, I was a little worried, uh, weary of the twist face technology that's got on there. So I was like, I don't know. Fuck it. It's free, though. $400. If I don't like it, I'll sell it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. And my very first round was last Saturday. And the first two drives that I had on hole one at BV, hole one, I yanked it, dude. But I fucking sat on it, dude. And it just it flew. <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know, but adjust a little bit and I'll get it. I was playing a fade, but I pulled it straight left. And then a hole three, uh, same thing. Just tugged it, bro, straight left. And I was like, maybe I just need to play it straight up. Sure enough, dude, everything else, right down the pipe or a little baby fade. I, I could can manipulate it and control, get a draw, dude. I was like, I was surprised. But even better, my putter was just on fire, bro. I was so happy, man. Like, that's I, the, I think that's the most important club in the bag when that's on fire your score oh, yeah. so significantly better than any other club you're on fire with absolutely dude drive for show putt for dough yep. that's what i did i mean i only <laughs> won two dollars i won i won like two skins or some shit like that but see that's why i like golf you know because we went out played three weeks ago and i shot a 102 nice took, took third out of fourth nice and i won 45 dollars hell yeah dude what, did you guys play skins or what? No, just card game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love that card game. I know. Game. It's great when you're not a great golfer because Absolutely. it gives you a chance. Especially a guy like me. I'm money on putting that thing on the fringe. <laughs> Pop it on there. One putt. One there's putt, an extra card. Bam. Another card. Hell yeah. yeah. And I've won like chance, the last three. And then the chance that you do birdie, you get two cards <laughs> for one putt. Uh, what that must feel like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, again, guys, we're back. Uh, Simple Ass Podcast. Tony and Rich here. Um, a lot of crazy shit going on, dude. There's a lot of crazy shit going on, and it's and it's kind of scary. Like, yes, the more and more that's happening, you got the what well, you got the earthquake that just happened in Turkey. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that, and you got this new virus coming in from China, like they're buying our goods, but they're sending us over like a new new bird flu or some shit. Dude, that thing is freaky. They're starting to see the cases now in Europe, and yeah, I think there was one scare in L.A. I don't know if that was actually confirmed or not. Yeah, but- it was like LAX or something. Yeah. And then there's another I mean, that, one in Washington. That airport, I'm sure, shit. has all kinds of fucking bacteria. That place Absolutely. is disgusting. But how much of it do you think it's it's kind of like a scare tactic for the government to try to get people to get immunizations? 
But you can't get immunized against that. Well, they said they have. They're developing one. The CDC. Well, yeah. You think they're just they're just prepping us for when that thing rolls out? I don't know. I don't, they're it, like everybody needs it, right? I, I see both sides of it. Like, of course, you want to protect against it, right? But then again, like, what if this is just like they're creating mass hysteria, like they did with the Ebola virus, the Ebola outbreak that never really that like, almost came got to. us. You know what I mean? That almost got us. <laughs> everybody was posting <laughs> shit like. Hey, Fuck, dude, even me. Like, I'd be home and I'd get the sniffles. I'd be like, fuck, I got the Ebola virus. I'm about to die. I knew shit. it. Yeah. Let me look up on fucking WebMD yeah. and see. I'm, oh, it's shit, like, I'm, never mind. It's just cancer. I'm dying tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's nuts, man. I, I see. I got the update for that Turkey earthquake. It was like a 6.8, something like that. It's fucking nuts. And you got that, uh, you had that volcano just recently that went off in, in the Philippines. Did you see the video on that? I didn't. Oh my God, it was amazing. I mean, it's tragic, but it was amazing. <laughs> it looked like it looked like something you'd see at Universal Studios. Oh, shit. Like the volcano is erupting all these amazing colors, and then it's like a mushroom. It looked like someone dropped an atomic bomb in a volcano during a light show. No shit. It was. Did it show like the lightning and all that? That goes yes, on? the lightning that was just that's, popping that's off. That's what scares me. It was dude, the most. It looks like like fucking the apocalypse or something. Yes. Like, the electricity that, that runs through there is inc incredible. I see that shit, dude, and it fucking like I don't know, man. I I get scared. I science and nature and and like we talked about the universe, the dude. Other time. That universe shit from last week that Paul <laughs> went into that's had me fucked up for over a week. <laughs> Seriously, bro. I just told my daughter about it this morning. They were talking about something weird, and I go, "You want to know what's really weird? Imagine this." And I started to explain how space is bursting from the <laughs> outsides and growing, and we're in galaxies, and there's we're one of a million, and we're spinning. And they were looking at me like. I'm talking French to them. Like, uh, it's like I go to school, Dad. It's so fucking crazy, dude. Like, it's it's just hard to imagine how how much there's out there that we don't know about. Like, just just in general, like how when when they talk about the ocean, it's so fucking deep. It's uh, I think they said like only like ten percent of the ocean has ever been like studied because that's the only part that they can reach. Right. And it's like Jesus, dude. That. I get scared going to a pool that's 12 feet at night. <laughs> I don't know if there's a fucking gator in there going to, you know, nip at me or some shit, but yeah, it's nuts, dude. It I, is. It's it's crazy to think about what's out there that we don't know. It's also crazy to think about the magnitude of what's out there. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're trying to picture, you're, you're trying to picture masses that are bigger than the sun, you know, or you're trying to picture what the, what space looks like as a whole, yeah. if it's holding millions of galaxies, you can't even, you can't even can't imagine you that. can't you can't your you brain can't imagine can't. that scientists they, they they're like yeah they're they're okay with just hearing that or saying right. that yeah that's what it is oh that's awesome can you draw it well <laughs> no no not the no. scale <laughs> <laughs> that scale like when when you see shit about like how many sun or how many earths can fit in the sun yeah when they do that it's like what the fuck like, yeah it's it's that's what I'm saying. It's just hard to fathom. It's hard to you can see it, but you can't see it. It's yeah. like it's like I said last time. It's like when people try to describe heaven. They're like, my right. heaven looks like this, and I'm like, that's the stupidest thing. There's no way it looks like that. Right. You can't even picture what it looks like. But do you know? Because like, if you go to heaven and you're like, I'm gonna go to heaven and see my loved ones, but where? At a park? I mean, is it open? Is everybody that you know there? Right. And what about people that they know? Are they there? Because how do you see? How do you picture that? Right. How do you picture spirits? Are they in twining? <laughs> you know what I mean? Are they in regular street clothes? Are they completely naked? Yeah, like, and then with it, little X's on their private parts. And or? If, if you do that, what what happens after the greet? Yeah, 
Hey, oh, hey, oh my God. And you talk for like four hours and then what? Then what? And then so you have like you an awkward like, well, I'm going to go watch Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is, there, is there Netflix in heaven? <laughs> is there Hulu? God's like, uh, everybody join. Uh, we're going to be put on the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Oh my. Satan sent it up. So we figured we'd take a look. Yeah. <laughs> All right, kids, stay back. Stay back. You can't watch this. <laughs> That's yeah, that, that, that's nuts, dude. I, I whenever we're like, I when I think about like heaven, and it, it, like like you said, what what's next? What's after? Right? You you, you after, what's after the greeting? What's after seeing like, oh, what's up, Grandpa? How you doing? How you been? They've obviously, if, if they're there, they've obviously watched our life, right? Yeah, and. Are they gonna? You know, you can't be like, hey, guess what? Yeah, yeah. You can't be like, hey, guess what happened when I was forty-four? Yeah. Oh, I watched it. I watched every bit of it. Yeah, uh, I saw what happened. You were forty-two as well, you motherfucker. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and by the way, we don't have those kind of movies up here, okay? dude. I've <laughs> I've had so many awkward thoughts where I'm doing something that I shouldn't do, and it, and it will it will literally pop into my mind like, I wonder if my Oma can see me right now because this would be terrible. Yes. Like how many of my families listening to knows what I think or yes. you know what I mean? And that's the other thing too. Like at 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 death, right? You we always say rest in peace. Yeah. Right. So, in for for instance, in the Catholic Church, when we talk when we give our profession of faith, we say you know. Um, oh shoot! How's it go? Basically saying that they're asleep waiting until judgment day right so they're they're resting right yeah so they're not in heaven yet and they're not in hell or if that's where you know where they're destined to go does that mean that there's like a a waiting line there's they're waiting to be judged right so because judgment day obviously hasn't happened is everybody judged on judgment day at the same time yeah everybody oh i see what you're saying like you can't you're not judged you know you're judged at the time of death but at the time when jesus comes back that's judgment day? That's judgment so day. So everybody who's died over the past hundreds of years is just resting? That's yeah, they're resting in peace until can they s- until we in joyful hope for the coming of our savior Jesus Christ. That's where we that's what we say in our profession of faith. So my thing is is hearing that I think like that's insane. So people from like World War II, people from the 1600s, uh people uh Christopher Columbus is still resting. He has no idea everybody's pissing on his grave. They have no idea, right? So then, because nobody's, that's the thing. That's what's that trips me out. Like, is anybody up there right now? And if if not, it, so it's just God, Jesus, Moses, the homies? That kind of makes more sense because then when Judgment Day comes, everybody comes up and then everybody's new. Yes. And you're like, uh, you know? Yeah. But that's kind of it's actually more creepy and sends chills right. down my spine to think that I'm going to die and just lay there in blackness wait and wait. Are you aware that you're waiting? I don't know. See that? Like, are you just laying there? Like, was he still getting ready or what? <laughs> Jesus, what's up, man? When are you coming? My back's starting to hurt. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But you know, I I've always been half in, half out with religion. I've always had like my own relationship that I felt with, with God because I've always had so many issues and most mm-hmm. of it I think is due to lack of knowledge. But when you right. don't, when you don't yeah. know, you're looking at, like I look at things and I think, why, why do I have to go into this building 
mm-hmm. that they've named a church to pray on Sunday? Why can't I pray in my living room? Right. What makes this building special? And the guy that's speaking to me, what makes that guy special? Exactly. You know what I mean? So like all those things kind of make me like, eh, I don't know if I need to do all those things. So I don't know what's real and what's not, but it just, I don't even know where I was going with it, dude. It's weird. You don't, you can't grasp like, like, I don't know. Like I'm the same way. I was, I used to think like, well, why do I need a building to validate my relationship with God? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like it just, because just, I, cause I feel something inside, you know, I feel like yeah. moments where I'm blessed, yeah. you know, You're like that's God. And it, yeah, that's what I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, it's just me having that moment where it's like, boom. And then it hits me because I didn't do it to myself. I didn't go take a second. Appreciate what you got around you. Yeah. And then I look around and then I, it doesn't happen. It's just a moment where I feel like joy in my heart because my mm-hmm. kids were here or something happened or I'll, I'll look out and see the sky or the, or the, like last night I looked up at the stars or the star because we're in Bakersfield, you can't see shit. Yeah, I see one. <laughs> but I looked up and there was one and I thought, man, that's amazing. And that's when I had another space thought from our last podcast. And I was looking at how big it was. And I just had that moment of like, it almost feels like you learn something. Like you get a peek behind the curtain mm-hmm. for a second. Well, how do you explain those things? Yeah, I, It's got to be something more. But I, I can't, I, the whole, I guess the whole point of this conversation we're getting into is I can't even imagine what the more is. Yes. I don't know what. And that's what, that's what they say. That's what it says in the Bible is like. A hu- your human mind can't begin to even like try to understand what are we heaven supposed and to? Worth. Are we supposed to try? I don't think so because that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate reward, right? We're supposed to strive and have faith to get there, right? And do do good by, or in the eyes of God, you know, live by the commandments and and all that stuff. And that we're supposed to strive and live that life, you know, and in hopes to get there. And that's the other thing that scares me too, is if like if I'm working to get there and I don't, and he just so happens to say, dude, mm, you know, you didn't do yeah. enough. Yeah. Or you didn't do this or you did this and I didn't like it. Right. Jeez, that's a that's a it's, crap shoot, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause we don't know the answers to the test if yes. we're taking the right test at the moment. Right. Especially since half the religions like, think the other religions for? are retarded. What am right. I studying for? Yeah. It's I, yeah, it's crazy. I it would, is it is crazy. I would love for somebody who's <clears throat> Excuse me. Who's in like, you know, follows who's in the church, you know, deep in the church, who maybe even teaches stuff like that to come on a podcast or something. Just, just get like it's so biased though. Well, it is. It is. I mean, but- who are we bringing on because they're going to give us their version of what they're what they're reading from it. That's what I've learned is that every time I listen, because I've been around a lot of people, and I I'm one of the people that loves to ask those questions. Right. I'm like, well, what do you think? What do you know? What is this? You know? And they always give me their. It's never the same. Yeah. And most of them are reading the same book. So then they always tell well, me like different yeah. versions. And that's the yeah, thing yeah, too. That's is. the human element that kind of changes everything. Mm-hmm. It makes me question. It's like, well, this guy wrote it and took this part out, but this guy wrote it, left it in, but changed this verse and this chapter, you know, and, and, and how much of it is literal in the Bible? You know, like uh, that's the other thing is it when you're telling a story, you embellish naturally mm-hmm. at times. Also, you speak in metaphors, and we have no way of identifying if it's a metaphor or if it's embellished or if it's accurate. Yeah. So when you look at things like David versus Goliath, is David versus Goliath just a story about two regular guys and one guy was bigger than the other one? Yeah. And then, or more skilled, and they were like, ah, you know, and he's Goliath. But we've drawn it out to be an actual giant yeah. versus a small man. Or is the book of Revelation literal? Like, will he be riding in on a horse? Right. Or is there dragons or, you know, lions, six-headed lions or whatever it is? The people who like, who backstabbed 
you know, Judas or whatever, back, mm -hmm. who backstabbed Jesus, and those people that fill in those stories, are they fictional characters yeah. that they've used to, uh, you know, not to identify the actual person who it was? What was it like back then? We yeah. don't know. We're all we're reading the story and we're and we're just doing what we can with it. It makes it hard. You it know? does. And then does. The other things I think about are: Are we supposed to be trying to experiment, experiment and, and go to space and see what's out there? Because I don't think God would want that. Yeah, I don't think He set up an obstacle course for us where He was like, "All right, guys, here you go. Get there. Um, make space super difficult. They should never get to figure that out. If they do figure it out, that's great. But they can never get to the other galaxies. Yeah. Make sure that's almost impossible. And make sure Trump creates a space force because <laughs> <laughs> right? there's going to be a lot of stuff attacking you. Yeah, make the ocean the so deep that they can't get down there to the very bottom because I want to make sure that by the time they get down there to see what's down there. It's too late. We've yeah, already so burned the whole down. Maybe there's stuff we shouldn't be studying is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying because yeah. I think, I mean, from what I understand, the Adam and Eve situation was he wanted them to be on earth pure and just live, just be who who they were, you know, eat the fruit. and Yeah. He didn't, he didn't put them down here you? and be like, all right, see if you can figure out, create a ship that you can travel. You know, like none of that I don't think was a plan. Yeah. yeah. I think at some point if we go and learn too much, he's going to be like, God damn it. <laughs> You know, it's like when you put your kids in the backyard and they have a good time for a little while. And then they're like, I want to go in the front yard. And you're like, no, no, no. That's why we have a backyard. It's This is for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to play in the front yard. They go out front, you hit by car. I mean, that's kind of what I'm worried <laughs> yeah. about with the earth. Right. Yeah. They're like, we finally made it to Neptune. And, and, and we died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Game over. Game over. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, dude. I, it, the more and more I try to, like, dive into it. It makes you feel stupid. That and me, like anyways. the more and more, like it scares me. Like, like going to hell is scary. Like, it, whether it's literal or if it's just a miserable, that. or if it's just like a lit, like just a miserable place. Yeah. What? What could it be? Like, yeah, flames. It says. But I mean, you just like you just feel pain on your non-body. I don't know. See, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's so difficult for me to even get down that road. Yeah. And there, I spend so much, especially now, the older I get, the more and more and more I get involved in it and want to know more and want to learn more and start Absolutely. to feel more. Absolutely. And it, my, part of it might be because you know you're getting older and you're uh -huh. approaching that day that's yeah. going to come. It's the fear of the unknown for me. Yeah. It's but like getting to that point and not knowing. But it's like a happiness. Yeah. My wife told me that about a year ago. She said, there was something missing and not between our marriage or anything. Okay. There, but like there was something missing in our life, you know, like there was a void. And she said that she had heard so many times people say, I've had a void in my life until I found God. And then I filled it, you know, and we've never had that. We've had a little bit, we've gone, we've dabbled with church. We've done some things, but we've never had that. And I always wonder if that is because the people who really do, they seem pretty full. Right. I mean, they don't look perfect it, it, lives by any means, but they seem content. Absolutely. I, and you know, and I've, I have friends and, and my, like my wife has some family members that recently got involved with the church, you know, and they're loving every bit of it. And I see, like, I see their happiness and I see like how involved they get, they got with it and how it's changed them. They've gone on trips, you know, with the church and they've, they've done stuff with the church and, and I've seen how, <clears throat> how it's affected them. And it's, dude, it's awesome. And, and I can sit here and say, and I'll be honest, there's times where I'm like, damn, I wish I had that. Yeah. Right. 
And it's ultimately up to me mm-hmm. and, and my wife to get involved and, and actually go out there and do that stuff. But at the same time, I, I get like, I get that thought like, ah, but some churches have those leaders that get caught up with affairs and, and, you know, they steal money or, or they're doing it just to look good. And then I, it's then a I trust level. That yeah. Lacks, and then I yeah. take a step back and I start questioning things. And it's like, even with the, the, the Catholic church, you know, you got all these priests doing some crazy stuff and, you know, it, I at that point I step back and I'm just like, do I really want to be a part of that? You know, be associated with that because it, no matter what happens, if you're associated with the church, something bad happens. Oh, you go to that church, people. Are, you know, you're a part of that. You know what happened right. there? What you know? How do you feel about that? And you know, it's just a lot of a lot of questions that I really don't want to talk about your answer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you know what else is crazy is that. It doesn't say in the Bible anything about about pedophilia or statutory rape, right? There's nothing in there. I don't know. That See, makes that know. wrong in the Bible. It's something that we deemed in life. So right. what you know, like what what if you're involved in that and then God's like, guys, it's fine. This is part of love, yeah, you know? Right. Or I don't know. I mean, it sounds fucked up, but right, right. it could be, you know? And then and because I mean it's prominent in religion at least it feels that way yeah, yeah and if you go back in time that was very common there was a lot of male and male stuff going on mm-hmm. and people like men with young young girls or men with little boys was, they had arranged marriages yeah there was a lot of weird shit that happened that was back in the days yeah. of jesus walking the earth yep. you know and then the thing that was frowned upon was that city that i can't think of right now that he burned down but the one where it was just everybody was having sex with everybody and it was really oh yeah i can't think of that what that was atlantis no, I think that's a different one. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I knew this stuff, man. But anyways, that was... That's a nice little intro. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, welcome to episode well, 32. Welcome 32. Did you see that, Paul? <laughs> or uh, Rich? I miss Paul. Yeah, you call me Paul. I feel like <laughs> Paul. I'll be Paul for a little bit. You had sent me something this morning. Oh, yeah. Want to talk about that one? Yeah. What was it? What is it? so this was on uh buzzfeed buzzfeed news so you know it's true so you know it's absolutely true (laughs) uh 16 boys six teen boys (laughs) played a ding dong ditch prank have you ever played ding dong ditch yes me too was called something else back in the day yeah i can't say that anymore can't say that anymore why did they call it that i have no idea that's really effed up it is it yeah. is. I remember as kids saying it like it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not fine. No, it's not. I feel terrible. And I apologize for even bringing that up. Did it Jesus. start because they used to, back in the day, all the racists would go to the doors and knock and run? I have That's no- a really stupid prank. Yeah. And that's a good, I mean, You're think like, about that. That yeah, makes sense. We made them get off the couch and then nothing happened. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, yeah. So, six teen boys. Played a ding-dong ditch prank. Minutes later, three were dead. This is insane. When you texted me, I was like, holy hell. Did you read it? Someone got mad. Someone got really mad. Do you see the story yet? No, not all of it. Dude, listen. So this is what happened. The kids, they're they're daring the one buddy in the car. There were six of them. They dared the one guy in the car. He had to either go jump in a pool, any, any house's pool, jump in, jump out, and get out of there. Or they said, just go to the door, ring the doorbell a bunch of times, and then take off. 
He obviously chose the door because he's a vagina. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's dead. I shouldn't have said that now. Oh, my God. I know. I feel bad. But anyways, he chose the door. But this is the part that's so crazy is that. <laughs> oh, it's not a party. Wrong one. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, he chose the door of a guy who was being investigated currently for spousal abuse because <gasps> he, had, he had rage issues and had been beating his wife and whatever. Well, whatever was going on during that time, he rang the doorbell. The guy apparently opened the door, saw them jump in and get enraged, grabbed his keys, jumped in his car, ran them down, and then rammed their car off the road. Their car ran into a tree. The Holy guys in the car were telling shit. him, get on the freeway, get on the freeway, we can lose him on the freeway. But he was trying, he didn't want to, he was afraid, so he was trying to get to a friend's house for safety and didn't make it. That's that the dude, guy. Dude, that dude looks, that dude looks like he's a fucking angry man. Yes. Holy shit. I, I, I told my 16-year-old daughter, I said, that's why, it's why you never take things for granted, because you don't know whose fucking door you're knocking on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and then. Don't get crazy. See, I, I, dude, sometimes I have that problem. Like, stupid driver would, like, cut me off or not use their fucking blinker. And I'll be like, you're your fucking blinker, asshole, or whatever, right? Yeah. And, then, and then I'll point and shit like that or whatever. I'll have that minute. I'll have <laughs> I'll that throw little, shit at them. You know, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. I'll have that fucking 30 seconds of, of, you know, brain lapse or whatever. But Jesus, this guy went all out, dude. Yeah. Uh, his name is... Um, it's a, a tough one. A new... A new Anurag? New rag? Let's go with the new rag. A new rag Chandra. 42 year old Corona resident. Dude, I have family living in Corona. I'm gonna ask him if they was arrested shortly after the crash. <clears throat> Riverside County District Attorney's Office on Thursday. Jeez, dude. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. Three counts of murder and three counts of attempted murder. It's just, I mean, it's really, it's unfortunate, but it's really unlucky because what I must have done you that, off the most. I must have done it like thirty times when I was a kid. Yeah, Thank this God. is after the fact because he was at home. They played Ding Dong Ditch, but what pisses you off the most while you're driving? Me when I'm driving? Yeah. Oh man, uh, you mean like the most angry or how or most often? Because most okay, often, let's go with most angry first. Okay, most angry um, is when. Oh, you know what it is? I fuck. I hate it when someone's in a left-hand turn lane and my light in the straight lane across from them turns green and all these fuckers are trying to hurry and beat the red light yeah. and they're going left in front of you and it holds everybody up. I always want to just <laughs> smack them in the tail. That makes me mad because that's just you, you know being a piece of shit. Is I do that sometimes. Do you? Yeah, I try to beat the fucking oh, red God, light. I hate that. Yeah. Because the whole time well, you're going through it. the middle, you're like, ah! And everybody's staring at you like, you motherfucker. I do it when I'm like late for work. And you know what's crazy? <laughs> As I posted, I posted a little meme of it earlier. It says, uh, it was Baby Yoda, and he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> it says, me cussing at people. Knowing that I left at 8.55 to be at work at 9. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's my own fault for being fucking late and, and rushing and or putting myself in a position to rush. But my, the thing that pisses me off the most in driving is when somebody, and it, it doesn't even have to be on a freeway. It could be on a public road. But right. if you're going to fucking cruise, you're, you ain't got no hurry or you're being careful, be careful in a fucking slow lane. Okay, because there's some dumbasses like me that want to go pretty quick in the fucking fast lane <laughs> or in the left, you know, the furthest left lane. Yeah. Like, and then. 
See, I'm that guy. Are you? I get in the lane that I need to get to. Like if I need, if I'm gonna end up going left, I'll get in the far left lane and I'll cruise that bitch until it's my turn to go. Right. Because I don't like changing lanes because I don't want to ever have to get in a pickle. And I like to just be there. And then I'm like, look, dude, you guys want to go cruise that middle lane? I'll be in the left here, minding my business. Unless I'm driving my wife's car, I drive pretty fucking slow. The, yeah. Okay. I yeah. I understand that. I get it. <laughs> but if it's like, usually. Usually you're in the left lane to go fast, fast. Yep, I know. And for, you know, to try to get somewhere fucking really quick. Yeah. So yes, fast. But if you're going to cruise, <laughs> if you're going to cruise and you're going from, fuck, I don't know, white lane all the way to coffee or all the way to, uh, to like Hegman. Like chill in the middle lane. Yeah, that's too long. Like just chill yeah, in the middle lane. Too, don't get in the, don't fucking switch and don't go, you know, here and there. Just chill in the fucking middle lane. We'll all be happy. You know? The one that happens to me the most often that pisses me off the most often is when you're on the freeway, and I use the freeway every fucking day. Yeah. Going to work. But when you're on a freeway and you're you're on the lane, you're in your lane. And the lane to your left or right is going to end, and there's people trying to fucking hurry up and get past oh, dude. you, and then they cut you off to get in. Well, fuck no. I, I let you that. in. I'm I, not letting you dude, in. Dude, and I yell at other people that can't hear me, obviously, <laughs> when they let them in, because I'm like, fucking go! Quit <laughs> it in, baby! Come on! Come on! You back up! I'll hug this... I, got, I will I'm, I'm let teamwork. you fucking right. hit my vehicle right. and use that. Use my insurance because I have great insurance, motherfucker. Go ahead and cut me off. Yep. All right. Go and hit my vehicle. Oh, and God forbid you have my. I have my kids in the motherfucker. Now I'm gonna go crazy even more. Yeah. Like that. That's the one that pisses me off. I would say the most actually. I would pull a citizens arrest if I could just fucking had the balls to do it. <laughs> no. Arrest. No. You're under, no. It's your fucking fault. That one fucks with me the most, dude. I, I'll literally. I'll fucking. Like I said, I'll get up right in there, dude, and yeah. I won't let him in. Oh, dude, I'll tailgate like a motherfucker yeah. just trying to avoid that. And I can see them like, come on. No, dude, that's your fault. Look how stupid you look right now. Yeah. I love when you're on a, free, a two-lane freeway and somebody gets around you to go past and then they get blocked in and then you keep going faster. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, ha, ha, nope. I always like to, uh, on I-5 when he's two lanes and, and somebody tries to like pass, yes. get past, like, pass you and then they're going to cut you off to get around the diesel. But they don't fit. But they don't fit. They don't right. make it. And, and they're then behind just, the diesel. And I just ride the fucking <laughs> speed of the diesel just to spite their asses, yep. dude. Like, yeah, I play those kind of games. Yeah, I know. It's really immature, but I do the same thing. <laughs> the one that the one that makes me the most mad most often, and this, this isn't even that severe. It just pisses me off because it's so basic, is stop sign etiquette. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate that. Mm -hmm. There's two problems. One, the person that sits there and waits for someone to go, you may go, go now. And yeah. That fucking hand. Like, yeah. They just sit there like left, right, left, left. Me. Is it my, is it my turn? Am I good? And I'm like, dude, fucking go. We're yeah. all taking turns. The other one is when they pull up and they're not, they're not, they haven't been there the longest, but the, the lane across from them is coming. Mm -hmm. So they have, f nobody else can fucking go. They can go. Because they're going straight as well. Yes. Nobody else can fucking go. And they sit still. So then this guy goes, and then this guy goes, and then this guy goes, <laughs> and then they go. And I'm like, you fucking made everybody stop and wait for extra long because you didn't want to go out of turn. That you had full blocksies on. Just full go, blocksies. dude. If the car crossing is coming at you, you can go as well. The whole intersection's fucked. Yep. 
I hate, yeah. I could go on and on and on and on. Why does driving make everybody so mad? Because it's, it's something we do every, more than, I don't know. Like it's Yeah, but I brush do. my teeth. I don't get pissed off at everybody brush their teeth. Like, you fucking brushed them wrong. <laughs> and your toothpaste is fucked up. You're, get, I don't get it like that. I don't know. But yeah, driving, it's like, when I'm in the car, I, I get next level maybe shit. It's, maybe it's because you get like a sense of like. Adrenaline? Superpower? Yeah. With the vehicle? Like I'm it's operating a machines. It's a, it's a weapon? Yeah. Do you like, get like that when you drive your big truck? Your big truck? Oh, even more. Oh, uh, yeah. See, maybe the bigger the truck, the more piss you get. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I've when I'm at work too. Like, I won't. I, I won't get. Well, I take that back. I actually got mad the other day. I get, fucking just so happened I pulled in behind a uh, belly dump, and this dude speed limit on Chevron property. You can't go over thirty. This guy decided he didn't want to go over 15. And I got stuck behind the motherfucker on the oh. longest stretch of the lease. And I'm like, my guy, get the fuck out of the way. Pull over. Go. Let me pass you. <laughs> like, y- y- I was so fucking burnt, dude. But one one quick one, the one that also pisses me off is when people, you got a two, two, two turn lanes, right? On, yeah. To the left. You got two turn lanes and the guy on the most inner lane the most inside lane, the, the furthest left, when they make that fucking left, they go wide and swing into the right lane Yeah, when they're supposed to hug that fucking yep. shit real tight and stay in that left furthest left lane, but they end up going to the other one. And so I have to swerve yep. or get down the other lane, and the other one has to get, you know, and then I, I get honked at for getting in the other one. <laughs> so then I just fucking step on it, and I get over here, and I start flipping. So I get, that's, that one pisses me off the most, dude. But... Yeah, people can't drive. That's really a fucking problem. Yeah, road rage, bro. It's crazy. Stress <laughs> driving stresses me out. Sometimes it does. See, but it's funny because when I drive, I stress my wife out more than I stress out. Because when I'm driving, I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm in my lane. I'm doing what I'm doing. Whether I'm going fast or slow, I'm in full <laughs> control of the car, so I'm cool. But she's always looking at me like, and then sometimes she'll even rock. <laughs> That's like her signal for me to go faster. I'm like, no, dude, I'm not going faster. I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> She'll be like, come on, you could go. Go around this guy. You get around here. And I'm like, and then what? And then we're going to go to the same fucking red light together. Yeah. And actually, that's that's the other thing. Like, they say, it, 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 you worked in oil fields, right? Oh, yeah. A little bit. Did you guys ever do, like, Smith driving? I had I took Smith driving three different companies. Okay. So. I was teaching that the shit. The statistics <laughs> show that somebody, if somebody's fucking speeding and they pass you, and if you're not on a freeway. If you're like public roads or whatever, like 70% of the time, you guys end up at the same fucking stoplight. Right. You know, the next. The at next, some point. At yeah. some point. So really, you don't That's gain happened anything. so many times. Yeah. All the and time. And I love it when I'm the slow guy and they're like, rah, rah, and they're popping around lanes and they get to the next light and I pull up right next to them. Do you smile? Hello. <laughs> It I'm was the other fun. Guy. It was fun watching you go so fast to get to right here. I'm the other guy <laughs> honking at your ass to get out of my fucking way because right. I need to go 75 miles an hour to get In the to school fucking zone. Albertsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's me, bro. Yeah. But anyway, sad. That's sad, dude. Those kids died. Dude, that's just crazy. And it was really sad because they interviewed the driver because he lived. It was a couple of kids went to the hospital and they survived that crash. But which is crazy, the driver survived. You think? What side did he hit? It hit head on. They hit head on into oh. a tree. Oh, because he hit them and then, oh. Yeah, he veered them off the road. They went directly into a big tree. It was crazy. Yikes. But he was listening to him. He was just talking about how sad he was and how close he was to his friends and how he can't believe they're gone. And 
It's crazy, dude. They're like 16, you know, and then you have to live with that the rest of your life. Yeah. And that all the ones who are telling him, to, you know, oh, do it, do it. And then three of them are dead. Do you feel responsible? I'm sure of it. Absolutely. That sucks, man. Yeah. That was Hopefully nuts. that kid doesn't go through like bouts of depression and shit yeah. like that because that, that, that'll fuck with you, man. But parents talk to you. I mean, use these things as lessons. That's what I try to no, do. No, absolutely. You know, you got you to gotta find a positive out of everything. And the positive in this is hopefully enough people read this to where their kids avoid doing some of the dumb mm-hmm. things that we did. And Yeah, don't play Ding happened. Dong Ditch. No, it's, that's really, it's really pointless. I mean, if you're going to play Ding Dong funny. Ditch, if you're going to play Ding Dong Ditch. Do it to people you know. No, yeah, but do it. Like, don't get in a car after. Just fucking run. Yeah, dude, what happened to wheels? Away. Get on a bike. Take off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I do it in my neighbor, if I if I were to do ding dong ditch again, I'm not driving anywhere. You know, how funny it would be though if like me, you, and Leo, Brandon logs in, we just all went out ding dong ditching and just were running away. <laughs> I would get caught because I'm fucking. Me I, and you would be in the back. <laughs> Damn it! I'd hide. I'd, I just gotta I'd be, be faster hiding. than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would. I'd be the one that would be hiding because I'd be fucking dead tired. You probably would be the one that'd be hammered. You're like, oh, yo, fuck, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be laughing behind a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that sucks, dude. I used, I missed that game too. I you know, we played that. We lived in Bellridge. No, it was in Shafter. Um, and my brother, it was a group of us, dude. It's just kids. And my brother, it was my brother's turn to do it, and we were fucking idiots. We did it on our own street, right? <laughs> so. This dude, my brother goes up to house and literally four houses away, but the house was facing east. Our house was facing north, but four houses. Anyway, it was on a cross street. So my brother, we're all hiding kind of like away from it. My brother goes up to the fucking door and I don't know if he actually knocked or if the guy was coming out of his house and happened to catch my brother in the act. I think I think my brother knocked a couple times. Fucking knocked and dude opened the door. And my brother just starts booking it, dude. Heading the other way. And that guy chases my brother down the fucking street. We're all on the sides of the street, hidden behind cars, trash cans, you know, hiding. And we see my brother just fucking booking it, dude. <laughs> and this little chubby fucking guy with overalls, dude. I think he had like a hammer or a wrench or something. He was working on something. He fu- he's chasing my brother down. Ends up catching him at the end of the street, dude. Walks him over to our house. My dad just fucking... He, he tells him what happened, right? My dad's Mexican. He don't know if those games. I, I don't think... At least I don't think he knows what Ding Dong Ditch was. But... <laughs> That's oh, a dude, fun one to was- explain to him. Why'd you do that? <sighs> well, because we wanted... We wanted to hit it, and then he thought somebody was there, but nobody was there. Surprise, Dad. It's yeah. like a surprise game. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, it was fucking hilarious, bro. It, just watching his ass, like, zoom on past, and that dude chasing him and ends up catching his ass. But, man, we man, we used to do some fucking stupid yeah. shit back then. Let me see. What else we got? Did you see that? This one was kind of cool. Traffic stop in Pixley turns in... Turns into Tulare County's largest drug bust. Pixley, first of all. Yeah, dude, that's where all the shit goes down. Yeah, I've been through it. Okay. I didn't go there to end it. You didn't blink, did you? No. It's like smaller than Bunt Willow. Um, (laughs) And no hating on Bunt Willow, but I'm just saying, it's it's pretty bad. So, a routine traffic stop quickly turned into the largest drug bust in Tulare County history, according to the sheriff's office. 
Just after 6 p.m. on the 5th of January, deputy made a traffic stop on Ash Street near Compton Avenue. Compton in Pixley for a car without a front license plate. Wait, dude, if you're the drug dealer, wouldn't you be fucking pissed? Like, why don't you have a front license plate? Uh, do they talk to you like they're your boss? That's what. Because, like, if you were at a business. I'm really disappointed in you. If you're a business, you'd be like, really? You know, protocol shows you're supposed to have a license plate. It says that in your handbook. But as a drug dealer, I don't know if they have the same thing. Why didn't you use your stop work authority? Right. <laughs> huh? You Lock out, you, tag out. I told you this. You should have operated this vehicle under the current laws, and you didn't have that. <laughs> I'm going to have to suspend you. All right. <laughs> but, um, so the driver <laughs> of the car pulled into the driveway of a nearby home. 20-year-old Eduardo Garcia and his passenger, 24-year-old Saul Ontiveros, got out of the car quickly and tried to go inside the home, but the deputy stopped them and told them to wait outside. So they were trying to book it. They were trying to get out of it. Yeah. Right? And the motherfucker caught him. Um, deputies thought that Garcia looked like he might be impaired, so a field sobriety test was given. It was determined that Garcia was, in fact, impaired. That The other thing, you're transporting these fucking drugs and you're drunk. If they came from a staffing company, their staffing company's fired. <laughs> Continental labor. <laughs> what kind of people are you putting out there, dude? <laughs> uh, detectives or deputies then observed meth and equipment that looked like it might be used to make meth. Detectives found more than 50 pounds of meth inside Garcia's car. Search warrant was served and detective, detectives found two working meth labs with about 113 pounds of crystal meth, 180 pounds of liquid meth, marijuana, 300, this is a scary one, 300 fentanyl pills. Fentanyl, fentanyl yeah, that's crazy. is fucking scary. Dude, that's killing people. Constantly. Dude, Left and right. By the hundreds. Yep. Ammunition and two guns inside of the home. Further investigation led detectives to a home in 15,000 block of road, 233 in Porterville. That's fucking crazy, dude. First off, like you asked, somebody is fucking pissed. A drug dealer. Somebody who, just lost a lot of uh, money. And a life. These two are probably going to lose their lives. Oh, yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Sadly. Um, but geez, dude. Like, how dumb do you got to be? You said, how like how far in advance do you think this fucking this deal was set up? Right? To transport this drug. Transport all this shit. At least a month in advance. Well, how, how often do you think this is getting transported? A lot, probably. Yeah, it probably happening semi-often. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why these guys get comfortable. You know, they've probably driven that car without a front license plate seven times. True. And they probably are using the product as they're driving cars every time. It was probably a new cop that pulled them over, too. Yeah. Some fucking some... Johnny Newblood on the, on the spot. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to get this fucking guy for no front license plate. I can get my quota. Bosman riding my ass. Can you yeah, imagine dude. if that was, though? And he pulls him over and he's like, oh, shit. I need to call this in. You just got promoted. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's I picture like super troopers and they're like, <laughs> what he's explaining. <laughs> yeah. Smelled something fishy. So I pulled him over. <laughs> fucking Farva, bro. That's insane, man. That's a lot of fentanyl. Yeah, that's the worst one. You know I, oh, I, grew, I grew up hating co co cocaine, marijuana, heroin, all the major players. But as I've gotten older, I still, I'm still i not a fan of drugs, but mm. as I've gotten older, now I've turned most of that hatred into prescription drugs and yeah. painkillers. Because those ones are such a sneaky, Yeah, they're just dangerous as bad. They're just one. as bad. Yeah. Just I think they're worse. I, t I told this story one time on the podcast. 
when I got my colonoscopy like two years ago, almost a little over a year ago, uh, they gave me fentanyl. So it was, it was, I wasn't completely asleep. Right. But I was loopy enough to where I'm like, Hey, hey you're going to my butt, you know, <laughs> like, and I wasn't feeling anything. But what was crazy is I could, I was watching the monitor and I can see inside me like, and I was like, what the fuck? This is weird. But I was so out of it, dude. I couldn't fucking lift my arms. I couldn't move. Just like debilitated 100%. They finish up. They fucking wheel me out. And as I, as they're wheeling me out, the song in my head was Chris Isaac, uh, the uh, Wicked Games. <laughs> Have you heard that song? Yes. So that was, I was singing that in my head. It was playing in my head. They wheel me out, and I'm in recovery, right? My wife's there. I'm just laying there, and I'm just fucking all loopy. It was the best sleep, but non-sleep. Like, I was just laying there, dude, and it was a fucking amazing feeling. I can only imagine why these drug addicts love that. Now yeah. I get, I have, I had a taste of why they fucking, they're hooked. Now I understand why these people are overdosing. Like, it's, and it's crazy. Just a small amount, like a little drop of it will fucking, you can die. You know what I mean? Like That's what they were saying with the fentanyl? It's And yeah. if it's if it's 100% pure, pure, you know? Right. It's fucking scary, dude. I started thinking, like, what if this motherfucking doctor was having a bad day and was just like, yeah, give him this. And fucking, you know what I mean? Like, right. I was sitting there with something, but I would have died with the fucking camera on my butt. <laughs> yeah that's a terrible way to go this was crazy too it's the same 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 story it says the vacant house detectives found another working meth lab with about 96 pounds of crystal uh 70 gallons of liquid meth inside and outside the house in total uh 175 pounds of crystal meth 480 pounds of liquid meth five pounds of weed one gram of cocaine and 300 fentanyl pills that was found confiscated what do you think that the 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 cops the in the evidence room are like? Because we obviously had that in Bakersfield with the uh, the uh, guys that were stealing fucking evidence money. Yeah. Um, well, I get stealing money. I don't know how common it would be for cops to steal drugs to sell them. Possible, but you don't think that's. I mean, to steal money, you you kind of, you're committing a crime, but you're getting the cash out. But to do the drugs, you have to make a crime to steal the drugs, and then you have to turn around and sell them on the street. That's a double whammy. True. I'm sure it happens. I mean, I'm just, we got a country. You never seen Blue Streak? <laughs> I love that movie. Love it. It is Super it's Blue Streak, right? Martin and uh, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. He hides <laughs> hides the diamond. Hides the diamond. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, yeah, it's possible. But I just like to think about that phone call back to the drug dealer. They're like, hey, little Nacho. So this is what happened. Uh, remember, remember how you said you were going to send uh, that guy and that guy on this fucking delivery? They didn't make it. Like, what do you mean they didn't make it? They got stopped by the cops. He'd be like, bring them to me. Ay, pero no quiero. Me va a matar. Yeah, dude. Hey, boss. Yeah. Guess got to suck. Yeah, dude, poor guys. That's the bad part of getting in that game. Is well, they're not seeing it a lot of day for a while. No. Those guys. Or ever again. I I can imagine they're probably hoping that they get at least 20 years in jail. Because if not, they're going to get out and... Yeah. 
old fucking big dig Mexican dude is going to be out there. Seriously. Find him in Pixley. Oh, no, hey, Pedro. <laughs> when am I going to get that 300 million? What? Yeah, I'm going to need that whenever you get a chance. <laughs> How the hell am I going to with that? <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. But uh, you owe me that. Did you? It was know. like 20 grand. Interest is a bitch. I don't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those motherfuckers do charge some crazy ass interest shit. Like yeah, that, I dude. bet. That's crazy. Did you see? Uh, did you watch the McGregor fight? <laughs> yeah, the fight. The, the McGregor, uh, is it sprawl or whatever? Yeah. Forty seconds. I watched it not live. I'm just glad I didn't pay. I don't watch the UFC anymore. Me either. I really got out of it. You know, I was, I got hooked one Super Bowl because. Bef- before the Super Bowl started, we got onto this that channel. Which what was it called back then? I don't know if it's still around, but they used to show the UFC on that one channel, Spike. Oh yeah, yeah. He used to be on Spike. We were on Spike, and I found it, and I had never even I didn't even know this existed. UFC. But, yeah, but we turned it on, and Randy Couture was fighting some young kid and beat the shit out of him. And I was like, man, the whole time they're talking about how old Randy Couture was at the time compared to the other fighters and all this stuff. And but they were just live fighting, and I mm-hmm. thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then I got hooked into it, you know, and I just got stuck on Chuck Liddell and Randy Couture. Yeah. And I was just talking That about, was my favorite time. Yes, that was the best, mm-hmm. dude. I was so hooked on all those fighters. And Tito, then, fuck Tito it. Ortiz, yeah, dude. It was it was a great it was just a great time. Yeah. And then the first season of The Ultimate Fighter came out and I got all into that, dude. And I was watching Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner and <laughs> yeah. uh, that whole Chris Leaving and the Josh Koscheck. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then they end it with that big season finale where, where Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner fought the best fight of yeah. all time. Yeah. And Leaving and went out there and fought. I mean, it was just, it was awesome. And then I got hooked on these guys, dude. Rich Franklin. I mean, all these. <laughs> and then I fucking fell in love with George St. Pierre. All I was, right. Dude. And then uh, Matt Hughes, I never liked him, but he was amazing. Mm-hmm. I love those guys. I followed everything. I watched every single one I could. And then they started to dwindle on. And then they just started bringing in all this other stuff. And they yeah. tried to go international with it. And then I just lost interest. And yeah. now it's so it's so watered down. And it's kind of turned into boxing for me. Like I, I have, like boxing. I have zero I, interest for... Well, I'm not meaning about the sport. I mean about how... It's like a big hype oh, fest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I feel. Like we're more Mc- theatrics to it. Yeah. More, Conor yeah. McGregor's a mess. I don't have any interest in watching him fight. Yeah, the way they do their pressers is fucking... It's like... It's weird. Like, they kind of... I feel like they kind of... I wouldn't say script it, but I, I feel like... It's they, not It's not legit. Yeah. There's something uh, awry. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem right. Like, they're just doing it just to get all, you know, pump everybody up about it. And stuff. I mean, yeah, you're going to get the fanatics... That are all about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah. fuck yeah, this was awesome. The weigh-ins. And but like, that. what the, what's that guy's name that, that wants to fight McGregor next? He was out there in a fucking robe. Did you see that? No. Oh, uh, Madrid. Mad, Mad, oh, Masvidal. Yes, Masvidal. That's what his name is. Uh, you know yeah, what? Dude? He wore a robe to the fight, like a silk robe and sat out there in the robe. And then they put the camera on him. They interviewed him and he was like, I'm going to fight McGregor. I need to come out looking like he does or whatever. Oh, and nice. I was like, what the fuck? You guys are turning this in WWF. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's it's definitely turned into something like that. Like to where it's more. I just miss those old stars. Fake. Now I got I got Conor McGregor, who's half boxer, half retired, and a third fighter, and then, and then I got John Jones, who can't fucking stay clean for <laughs> a season, to save his life. Yeah, but he wants to talk shit to other fucking fighters. Like he's, you know, he's. You know, integrity is part of his game. Like, come on, bro. Like, how many <laughs> drug tests have you fucking failed? Like, ah, uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the UFC anymore. I mean, I'll watch it. I won't order it. I won't I pay keep, for it. Exactly. I keep up to date on it, and I'll pop in and out as things are going on. Right. But 
I'm I still fall victim to sometimes they'll, they'll put on a fighter where I'm like, oh, I know that guy. I want to see it. Yeah. Well, that's how I was. I, I like when they said that uh, McGregor was going to fight, I was like, oh, dude, that's kind of exciting. And then I found out that he's fighting Cerrone. I was like, fuck, dude, Cerrone is. I, well, I thought I was pissed about him fighting Cerrone. I didn't think I Cerrone was, was past his prime like he was or everybody was saying. He's 30, I was like, if I was like he's, he's 36, few, right? He's still a good fighter, but you're going to take the guy who was just the, the belt holder right. that you stripped, mm -hmm. and then you're going to put him up against a 36-year-old fighter. They knew what was going to happen. Yeah. You know, that that's what, and that's why I said, that's what really kind of irritated me is because you didn't bring McGregor back and then give him what should have been an equal fight. Right. They put him against Cerrone because they were like, oh, yeah, the rankings are they're neck and neck. But in reality, you're putting a 36-year-old puncher with Conor McGregor, who's just been more skilled. Dana White, dude, the way he fucking sets up these fights, it's like, why are these people fighting? Like you said, why why are they fighting the fucking fourth or fifth ranked yeah. person in the weight class? Give They should have fucking hooked up Masvidal right there, right? First fucking fight. Yeah, you know, they're like, we want to have him earn his way back. No, you don't. You want to put him up against a fighter you know he's going to win so then you can market him yeah. for the next fight. Yeah. It's a business. It's mm -hmm. just... It's, it's not what it used to be. You know, it's, it's slowly changed more and more and more to where it's becoming more business oriented. I used to love something. BJ Penn, dude. Yeah. BJ Penn to me was Licking fucking, his gloves. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Everybody's blood. Like, he would fucking lick. Like, it was crazy. And then... It's just, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what it is, but those fighters were so much easier to get behind. Yeah. You either loved him or you hated him. I love like, I hated. Pierre. I hated Tim Sylvia. Oh, dude. Could I not stand that guy. But I loved Frank Mir. Yeah, Frank Mir was fun, dude. I liked I him. I didn't was, like Frank Mir. Frank Mir was just like a for me. He was like a guy that you run into the grocery store, and he was like, "Oh yeah, but also I fight for my spare time, and I'm really fucking good at." He's like Roy Nelson too. Yeah, like, just, yeah that's like different a character. Drunk fighter, just you know. Yeah. Fucking. Um, I I used to be a big fan of GSP. I like GSP. I love GSP. Motherfucker, just he's just a hustler, dude. Yeah. yeah, I love that he never stopped. Good looking human being. He's he a is. sexy man. He is. I'm, I'm not afraid of it. Good looking French Canadian, dude. You know, I would like to say thank you to my people. Uh, thank you for coming out to the to the fight and supporting me. That's pretty good. Right. You know. Wow. Studied it. Yeah, that's not just bad. His, just his interviews. Dude, you could have you just been him in an interview right now. I, I got <laughs> I I to fight like let's a play, motherfucker. Let's play a clip from George St. Pierre's last fight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, how'd you guys shit. get that? Real quick, what do you think about that fucking Trump shit that's going on right now? I think it's just a giant waste of time. We it talked is. about this already, yeah, but it's I know, so but ridiculous. It's crazy that they're every day they're popping it in the news like, oh, the impeachment trial is still going. I'm like, yeah, I know it's still going. Keep let it run its course, and then it's gonna be over. It's so fucking crazy, and nothing's it's gonna still happen. Going on, dude. These Dems, man. You know what I'm happy about? Though? In, I was driving in, and I seen an office right there off of 19th. I don't know if they were taking it down. Is Bernie Sanders opened up a local office. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. He's opening it up. I just saw an ad on there asking for help. Just seen it. There were people stapling up Bernie 2020. Yeah. He's not going to win the nomination. What the hell is he doing here? Mm -hmm. This is a Republican town, baby. Yeah. He might be trying to swing it. <laughs> oh, he's trying to swing something. He ain't going to swing this one. No. Not this county. No. Not this district at all. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Got a snowball's yeah, chance in hell. Just, that Trump's just getting out of hand, dude. Fucking Democrats are desperate. I'm excited, though, that I was excited to see that Republicans were standing up for Trump. Yeah. Because I was worried about he he gets a lot of that because, you know, Trump's not a likable guy. 
So he gets a lot of backlash from Republicans. You hear a lot of weird shit. But when I was listening to some of those clips from the trial, they were handing the Democrats their asses yeah. and basically like, don't fuck with our brother. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. That was nice. He might be my dumb fucking brother. Right. But he's still my brother. No, and that's like, cool. We that's can cool. fuck with them, but you guys sure as shit can't. I just don't like how the Democrats are going about it, dude. Like, I don't either. You had your chances to to present all the evidence you wanted to, and now you're saying that you want more people, more evidence because this, this evidence will definitely prove that you know he had a conflict of interest or whatever the fuck you know went on. It's just fucking. It's so annoying, dude. You know what? How? What do you think the percentage of America that actually gives a shit about what he did? None. You think zero percent? No. I would say. It was aggressive. I would say about like thirty percent of the people. That's what I feel, but they they pitch it like it's ninety percent. Yeah. Well, it's in in the Democrats' eyes. I'm sure that's what they see. Is like, oh fuck, America hates. If you watch, and look, you you know that I am not like one hundred percent fan of Trump, and I'm not a one hundred percent hater of Trump. Right. Like I'm on both sides of the fence. Like, hey, he's doing some good things. The economy's good. You know, blah blah blah. Uh, he can fucking speak better, stay off Twitter. I'm not a fan you know, of Trump the individual, fuck, fuck but I'm the, a fan of Trump the president. Yeah. I'm not, you know, he could, the way he goes about trying to strong arm the immigration thing, like that kind of, you know, bugs me, but the, different argument, different time. But the Democrats just seem, every, he can't do anything right no. by the Democrats. Nope. Like in their eyes, he's 100% guilty. He, he's a liar. He does this, he does that. Name one politician that is, fucking honest right name one politician that has never gone back on their word or, or promises during their fucking their uh um what do you call it while campaign. they're running their campaign. their campaign yeah i don't know but they're holding themselves to their like they're the fucking ultimate you know i don't like they're the 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 best fucking party out there like they're the right party they're always correct they're you know, it's just, it, it's you know, annoying. Dude. You know how in the UFC, when two fighters are getting ready to fight, they talk a lot of shit, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of stuff going on, and they don't like each other, but then they get in the fight, and they fight, and nine times out of ten at the end of the fight, they'll embrace. Yeah. You know, and the, the guy that loses is kind of like, you know what? Well done. That doesn't happen in politics, no. and that's the worst part, because they spend the whole fucking terms of these presidents fighting each other yep. and fighting the president. And all it does is puts us back farther and farther. They're supposed to be there to keep things balanced. So if a president gets a little too powerful or you're trying to do something that's really overboard, yeah. you're there to balance that out. Mm -hmm. You're not there to fucking shut down everything that he tries to get started and prove whose party's dick is right. bigger. Yeah, and it and it definitely it has, it happened with Obama. It, it happened ha it's with ha it's Bush. All, yeah, it's happened it's, our whole lifetime. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy, dude. And, you know that bipartisan word is it's just a made up word. These why can't they come out and go, hey, you know what? And it, it is with any president. Just right now, we have Trump. But why can't they come out and go, you know what? This president's been doing a phenomenal job with unemployment. Yeah, they can't say that. They can't. They'll come the out and they're going to go. Oh yeah, well, what about our debt? Look at our debt. What, what kind of jobs are they? Right. Well, you know, <laughs> shut the fuck up. They're working, aren't they? Yeah. Because they don't do that, it's left to Trump to go out there and be like, the blacks are working, the browns are working. I'm like, stop talking, Trump. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we get what you're saying. Look at the Asians. The Asians are even flourishing. They're winning. And they never flourish. I love winning. <laughs> winning, winning, winning. I'm like, God, dude, Democrats, if you guys just said a couple nice things every once in a while, he went to be out there blowing himself. <laughs> 
Speaking of blowing, let's get into this plant my seed. All right. My transitions are a little, a little weird, but this week's plant my seed is going to be about or of or for our topic is. This has nothing to do with blowing. I know. What the fuck? I told you my transitions are weird. You got me all excited. <laughs> my transitions are, are kind of fucked up. Got a little chubby going there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Aaron Hernandez fucking documentary is in fucking sane. Did you learn a lot? Because I learned a shit ton that I did, I was not aware of. I did. I absolutely did. How loyal was his aunt, first of all? Yeah. That's nuts. Um, Yeah, it's fucking... What I didn't like, though, was that they tried to paint, like, a picture of... I think they should have gone more into the C- CTE. Yeah, they really didn't put... They mentioned it toward the end. Yeah. See, oh, first of all, let me just phrase it this way. I didn't watch the Netflix special. I watched the uh, the documentary on on TV. I can't remember what channel it was. Oh, I didn't see that one. It was basically the same thing from everything I've heard from Netflix. I got all the same information, but they did them kind of simultaneously. So there might be small variances, but in that one, they mentioned at the end the CTE. They talked about how it was the worst case of CTE that they've ever seen at somebody at that age significantly. Yikes. It was, it was a crazy amount for them. They showed the the pictures. <clears throat> But they didn't. They never really went into that in the beginning. They just ended, and they're like, "Oh yeah, and by the way, this." What do you mean, by the way, that? By the way, that's a big fucking deal. Right now, if you're looking at Antonio yeah. Brown, something's wrong with that guy. Yes, that's not like, oh, he's crazy. No, he's something's really wrong with Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's losing his mind, and he's going to escalate and do something terrible. Yeah, the what he did with his fucking kids. It's like getting that, worse. Dude. Everything's getting worse. Did, I I watched the video of him a leaving junior the courtroom. Yes, yes. Oh my god. I, Awful. I hope. It doesn't get to that. So he he needs fucking professional help, Antonio Brown. But I, I watched this video of him leaving the courtroom today when he posted Bell. He's he's walking. He's got his suit on. His attorney's... By the way, his attorney looks like a, a complete fucking tool. I don't know if you've ever seen... <laughs> yeah. He, dude, his suits... He was wearing like a purple suit. Yeah. He had like red, red framed gra- glasses. Like, he's just fucking... You could tell he's in it for the money. Like I, yeah. that's the impression I got. Right? I think that was Elton Johnson. Looked like him, right? Right. So, <laughs> um, they're walking out of the courtroom. And a couple cameras. You know, they're asking him like, oh, "What do you feel? What, what do you got to say to your fans?" Blah blah blah. And Antonio Brown's just walking. He does this little fucking hand thing, you know. And yeah. he walks. He's walking down the fucking stairs, and then he runs. Starts running in the opposite fucking direction. You can hear his attorney, Antonio. We got to go this way, Antonio. You can't go that way. Come on, you got to turn around. We got to go. We got to leave this way. You can't leave that way. And he's fucking running. He's still running. Then all of a sudden, just does this fucking massive loop around, and fucking starts coming back. And he starts walking. And then they're they're walking. They're they're leaving the courtroom and all this stuff. And then you see the um, uh, there's a sheriff there, tells them tells the camera people like, all right, you, you can't record past here or whatever. So they keep walking. And then the video ends. But I'm just like, dude. What are you, what's going through your mind? You're acting like a fucking child right now. You're trying to run. Your attorney's telling you you can't go that way. And then you're still going. Like, it, dude, his, he's losing his fucking mind, bro. Yeah, that CT is a major issue. But <clears throat> you know what stuck out to me the most about the Aaron Hernandez show? What? I mean, I hate to say it because there was quite a few things that really jumped out at me that I was just <clears throat> not aware of. But is that after, after they got uh, Jose Baez for his attorney for the second case after they lost the first case yeah. the second case they got Jose Baez he cleared him the first case 
he shouldn't have been found guilty, even though we all know he was guilty. He shouldn't have been found guilty of murder because they couldn't prove that he was the one that pulled the trigger. Right. There was zero evidence for that. Right. Jose Baez knew that, admitted that, and was going to get him off. Mm-hmm. It was, he was going to get he's going to get taken care of. He wins that second trial. Aaron Hernandez goes back to prison. They have a phone call, um, where Jose Baez is explaining the next process. Aaron Hernandez he says he's super excited. They're talk. He's talking about what suit he's going to wear. You know what what their strategy is and how soon he can get out and this kind of thing. What their plans are. Two hours or whatever after that, that chick that I now hate, that reporter from Boston, goes on that Boston radio show and outs him for being gay. gay makes a makes a comment about, well, why don't you guys ask his boyfriend? Maybe he'll have more yeah. information. And they're like, what are you talking and about? And they were laughing about it on and the radio. And they were laughing yes, about it. And they were making fun of him. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez gets a call in prison from his friend who they assume was letting him know what just happened. Hey, you've been outed. People are talking about it. It was on the radio, blah, blah, blah. And then he hangs himself that night. And then the radio hosts were like, I don't feel bad at all. That guy's a murderer. So what? That's We're doing our job. And then I thought about it and I thought, you know what? Everybody talked about Aaron Hernandez. I heard about this at the time. Aaron Hernandez used that clause. You know, you get if, you, if you're not alive, your, your charges are dropped. Yeah, you can't get I did the money. hear that. Heard all about that at the time and assumed that's a lot of it what it was. But after watching that, I don't think that is what it was. No. I think that was his out plan. That was his if everything goes gets fucked, that's what I'll go to to take care of my family. But I don't think he was on that train until... That was outed on the radio. His family heard it. He knew his wife heard yeah. it. All that. And I think he was just, that was too much. He couldn't face it. Not only did he if, have CTE. If potentially if he got out. Right. He, he wouldn't be able to face that. Yeah. Not only did he have CTE and probably couldn't handle things properly. And by the by the show, you can tell he wasn't processing things right, correctly. Right. But then he has to live with the fact that now this huge embarrassing secret for him is out. He's a big man league football player. Mm-hmm. He saw what happened to that fucking Missouri guy, I can't remember his name, that came out and outed himself as being gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, the lineman. God, that was like right? a nightmare for him in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So that, was, that, that stood out to me. That was pretty sad. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, both, you know, the Netflix and the one you're talking about, you guys need to watch it, man. It's it's crazy. It definitely really gets you good. thinking, gets you a different impression of how, you know, the fucked up shit that he, he had to go and through. What about the fucking Florida yeah. players? Did you see that I know. team? That shit, they were stacked. There was a meme on that team and I didn't, I never put those things together. Janoris Jenkins, they found a body in his house. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking, the Pouncey brothers and their shit that they had going on. Yeah. Urban Meyer scandal, the other coach, the wide receiver, and then Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow's like, yeah. I don't know how he survived that. He kept them all together, bro. What if he was the fucking ringleader? Eh. Ooh. Ooh. Can you imagine? All right, back to the Plant My Seed. <laughs> <laughs> plant My Seed is going to be top arcade games of all time. This one is very nostalgic for me. Fucking! There's so many. Oh, I I I had to make my list and step like step away. <laughs> like I couldn't look at it. I couldn't start. I couldn't think about it anymore because I kept. Don't even look at shit. it. Like it was it was crazy. But uh, go ahead we're and doing, start it. We're doing our top forty, right? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I could if you want me to, but I won't. We're just gonna do top four because we're running a little. My top little four. My number four would be uh, Street Fighter Two. I love that one. Okay. That was when I got all into. Mm-hmm. I had finally brought the game home. Who was your favorite player? I used uh, Chun Li. Chun Li, my favorite was Vega. Oh wow, I couldn't really win with Vega. Ah! And then you fucking <laughs> stab you and bring you up and fucking boom. Yeah, that's pretty legit. Yeah, it was good. I liked M Bison too. M Bison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a nasty slide kick he had. <laughs> oh fuck, dude, that's tight. My number four, I'm gonna go with Mega Man. Nice. Remember Mega Man? Yep. I used to love his little fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you. And then, like, you hold him down, and his fucking little ball gets bigger, bigger, bigger. And then yeah. Like, oh, dude, I love that shit. 
All right, number three, what you got? Number three, um, same token. I'm going Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. Loved that one. Yeah. And that one I was all about Sub-Zero. What was the Tower of... Uh, was it Tower of Death or whatever? You had to climb if you were playing by yourself. To yeah. yeah. Yeah, you kept climbing up as you... And then you had to fight... Uh, Raiden? No. No. T- t- fuck. But, uh, fuck. What was the name? I just like the announcements. They'd be like, Sub-Zero versus Johnny Cage. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I'm ready. Finish him. <laughs> Flawless victory. Dude, that game's fucked now. Yeah, it is. Riley wanted me to get the, the new one for her. We got it. It's so stupid. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. Now it's it's all, they just rip your spine out of your body, and then they'll stab you, and blood goes flying all over your screen, and then they'll, like, separate your head. Oh, it's just weird. It's like they were like, mm. hey, what do we do to make this game better? And they're like, whoa, what if More we just gory? rip apart bodies? Yeah. <laughs> stupid. My number three, I'm going to go with Miss Pac-Man Arcade. Oh, dude, so classic. I loved it, dude. My brother like you chose Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. My brother-in-law used to fucking, he, he used to make like arcade games yeah. and then get the little deck and, and shit like that. And he's put together and he had that. He had like Galaga, Asteroids, like all that, all the old school shit, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I fucking love playing it. I wasn't very good at it, but I love playing <laughs> it. <laughs> My number two was uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, dude, I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was good. Bro. I was, that was, that was like a legit arcade game for me. That was the one I was in the arcade playing constantly. <laughs> that was a good one, dude. My number two. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Galaga. That's a good one. Galaga was it was fucking. It's so fun, dude. Like trying to just. I used to hate when you get that one fucking spiraling thing that comes down <laughs> yeah. and it just nicks and you're fucking done. I yeah, but it was it was one of my favorites, dude. My number one was Contra. I loved Contra, especially when I learned the cheat codes. <laughs> yeah. That shit was so was much up better. Down, up, down, a, B, yeah, up, something like that. I can't. Up, People down, still up, name down, that left, shit. Left, right, left, right. A, B, select, start. Yeah. Loved Contra, though. Yeah, that one was fun. Um, My number one of all time, NFL Blitz. Oh, yeah. Fucking loved it, dude. Yeah. You just creamed. <laughs> Just Your pants. Pile drive. Yeah. <laughs> just pile drive everybody, dude. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Any honorable mentions? Because uh, you know what? When you say Galaga, my equivalent to that was Defender. Defender was good. I love Defender. Defender was good. I, I used to like, uh, well, I mean, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Um, classic. You know. I loved uh, Double Dragons. Excite Bike. Dude, Excite Bike was my shit. <laughs> 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 Overheat. <laughs> Hell yeah. Build bro. your own course. Yeah. Like <laughs> kinds of jumps. I love when he crashed and then he rolled like eight miles. Yeah. <laughs> then he had to run his ass back. Oh gosh. Hell yeah, bro. And then Daytona USA was my favorite one for their racing cars. Had the little wheel. Oh yeah. That yep. one was good. Yeah. I used to like playing that like at the pizza spots. Yeah. It was so fucking fun. You're in right. the car and shit. I, I dude, I used to love it. <laughs> Man, that's just fun, dude. Yeah, NBA Jam was great too. Yeah, that, that one? one was good. I forgot about that one. Son of a bitch. See? Yeah, there's so many. Man, I miss arcades. I love it, dude. So nostalgic just thinking about that time. Oh, we had it. We got first Nintendo we got. And I say first because the first one we played, we get, the first one we got, we played all fucking day, and it ended up smoking, burned up. Really? Dad got pissed. 
It was, <laughs> dude. He he got so fucking mad. We just played it, played it, played it, played it. And got so hot, and fucking started smoking, burnt up. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I I I can vividly remember opening my Nintendo. I I just remember op- unwrapping the wrapping paper, the big black box with like the spacey color to it. Yeah. And popping that thing open. And then my dad spent like an hour trying to set it up. Just, I don't know. <laughs> but I put it up. I was up at my grandparents' cabin. They put it up on the very top floor. I used to stay up there. And I had my little room up there in the woods. And just I'd play Mario fucking all day. Just your Playboys? Dude. <laughs> I wish I had those. <laughs> That's a different arcade. Dude, I couldn't even find. I spent my whole childhood trying to see titties that I could never see. <laughs> I addicted my parents' house trying to find like old porn or anything. You know, I'm like they have nothing. to have something. I could find nothing. You couldn't. There's nothing you could do. Now you can get on your phone and find it. You can fucking the kids' games like Roblox have sex scenes in there. I'm like I could see anything I would want to see now as a seven year old, but I was a twelve year old scrounging around with a fucking hard dick trying to find something to get that thing going. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, guys, we're going to cut this one off. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Woo! We're back. And uh, what is it? Episode 32? Episode 32 coming to a close. We out.